Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody, live from Chicago. Welcome. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. Again, Happy New Year. Happy Leap Year uh, this year. Uh, the Sports Doctor, all things sports medicine, fitness, and wellness. Brought to you by Global Schoolwear. Stylish school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger. Hurdle Apparel. High-tech socks, supportive socks. LER, Lower Extremity Review, and MVP Parent Magazines, and UK Health Radio. We have a great show today with Baba. He is uh, the baby boomer thought leader uh, with today's senior magazine. Uh, He will be uh, returning. Uh, We won't have uh, Tony King, last minute, not able to make it. So we're going to get in detail and talk youth sports and the book, uh, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents. Then the Sports Doctors in segment, we'll have some Bob Guider wisdom, we'll have some emails. Hey, Rick Baba, welcome back to the Sports Doctor. Well, Dr. Bob, such a pleasure to join you, and like to give a uh, nice uh, Happy New Year to you and your audience as well. It's just a pleasure to be with you once Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Thank you. Rick, give us some background on yourself and the whole baby boomer world that you're um, so involved with. Well, thanks for asking, Dr. Bob. I've been uh, considered a uh, baby boomer thought leader since 2009. Um, it's um, been a wonderful uh, journey. Um, of course, as you know, I'm the author of the acclaimed book, In Search of the Baby Boomer Generation, uh, our work with today's senior magazine, uh, we're the leading publication for baby boomers and seniors. Um, and uh, I have a new project as well. I'm a uh, member of the advisory board for the Golden Life uh, community. That's going to really uh, be some a great breakthrough for uh, the mature women of America, both from a networking standpoint and um, a campus-style living village for, uh, uh, you know, uh, the mature women of America. Sort of a little off-take on the old uh, Golden Girls uh, uh, show, but a, a great, great a- avenue for, uh, for uh, that uh, project as well. You know, the whole area of um, uh, aging, aging gracefully, uh, staying healthy longer, uh, trying to be as active as possible, both mentally and physically, has been a topic that I featured, I don't know, four decades, give or take a few weeks. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. on the other side, we might be talking about the best youngsters in various sports and whatever, but the senior population and all the areas, uh, the brain health and mental training aspect of uh, uh, the uh, uh, areas, uh, some of whom were involved in your different organizations that we've had on as guests, and again, all the physical side, the tremendous importance of um, fall prevention uh, and the tremendous importance of um, uh, all the aspects of these communities that have really become you know, senior uh, areas, and the more good education, the better. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I'd like to mention to you, I saw your congratulatory note to uh, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, what ah, a wonderful yes. family that is. Uh, and, uh, you know, talking about mental preparation and positive aspects, uh, I just think the world of Jim Harbaugh's father. You know, well, Jim, who uh, was one of the Bears quarterbacks that I had the excitement and pleasure to put orthotics in his cleats, right. uh, you know, became... Uh, a, uh, a champion both at the professional level as well as at the, uh, uh, at the college uh, level. And one of the 
uh, funny things just as the game, the championship game, all that excitement. Uh, when we we knew that Jim didn't like getting a Gatorade bath, uh, <laughs> and they made a big deal right. out of that, and he yeah. ducked it. He ducked it. He danced yeah. out of the way, and I said, "I wonder if it's the orthotics." Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you so, know, it's it's really something. Uh, you know, I, I've been reading about uh, Jack Harbaugh's father and the mental preparation and positive reinforcement he gave to Jim and, of course, his brother John, uh, the great coach of the Ravens. The challenge, and, uh, uh, the challenge of having two champions as children. I've watched yeah. it in the world of figure skating. Look at All the right. Mannings. So these are one All out of Manning, millions. Sure. Yes, one out of millions where we see these kinds of examples, the kind of challenges that the parents might have when your son or daughter is that talented uh, and the, uh, uh, we need to be, again, you know, three themes on the sports doctors, you know, Rick, that we paid so much attention to in your world. And, uh, the three themes on number one awareness, right. Of all the challenges and all the areas, all the good news, et cetera, et cetera. Education, which is what we're always excited to be uh, yes. adding to the mix. And then positive changes. We yes. see these different uh, areas, you know, where we have Medicare experts on and we have brain individuals and psychologists and, and uh, neurosurgeons and others. Uh, one of the biggest areas is the importance of rest and recovery when oh, we're talking sure. about uh, the boomers. Yeah, for sure. Yes, uh, you know, uh, we spoke of this a little bit last time and your audience uh, might recall. You know, the, the baby boomers are... Uh, continuing to be active. They want to continue to rock the world, not rock in a rocking chair. Uh, they're not their parents' uh, Oldsmobile at this point, uh, Dr. Bob. And uh, I just think a lot of them are doing some great things. Uh, one in, in particular is uh, the encore career, you know, people who were very successful and who now just don't feel like they just want to... Uh, that's a great term. For the rest of the you know, that's, yeah. I like that term, the encore uh, career. What's the best website people can go and find out about your book, the magazine? What's uh, 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 the best site, maybe, Rick, that people can get more information? Well, how gracious of you to, uh, to offer that. I think if the, if the audience just... Uh, searches for today's senior magazine they'll get all the information they need we're uh proud to be the leading publication for baby boomers and seniors of the country yes you know and, and again you know i call it the new medicine quote unquote we talk about and the new medicine everybody is number one eat smarter and i use the term smarter so we don't got to get hung up on one diet or another the word diet has always been poison Every sports nutritionist we talk to, they talk about fueling our bodies. So the new medicine includes, number one, eat smarter. Number two, keep moving. Whatever, yeah. uh, uh, whatever activity you enjoy, whatever it happens to be, keep moving, participate. And number three is, is uh, pay attention to reducing stress. This big uh. area that we all are so, so aware of. And the um, tell us more about the magazine, Rick. Well, you know what, uh, 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 Dr. Bob, the uh, magazine is now celebrating its twentieth year. Wow! It's, na it's national. Raise the glass. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love I love that phrase that you use, and <laughs> and it's a wonderful uh, way uh, to uh, present something positive. Thank you for that. It's. Uh, we, we try to stress bringing uh, really good content to our readers. Uh, we provide terrific resources for our uh, our readers. We are very fortunate to have a um, uh, quite a large rostrum of uh, uh, advertisers. The advertising community yes. has been too really many names. To yeah, too many names to to admit some of these yes. great individuals, organizations, podcasts, uh, freelancers. Yes. Uh, that uh, you deal with, and people could find out when they go to the site, they can see right. very much uh, that, exactly. that uh, uh, people are, are uh, uh, excited about uh, you, know, you know being active, and we want to be active safely. We want to yes, stay sure. out of trouble. 
We want yeah. to be proactive in the areas of prevention of problems. And, of course, we've seen, and I have featured it for years, the whole mind-body connection, you know, yoga, meditation, uh, acupuncture, uh, holistic approaches in the world of baby boomers is something you guys have been paying a lot of attention to, haven't you? Yes, we really have, and uh, I think you summed it up just uh, just uh, great. Uh, we like it uh, when uh, baby boomers are active, uh, as you say. Uh, we find a lot of baby boomers are wanting to, uh, uh, you know, do things like hiking and uh, um, and just just a thirty minute walk uh, every three or four days is uh, is great uh, great medicine too and. Uh, just uh, continuing to keep your mind active and alert. I think coming back to what we were talking about with the Encore career, I think that's why baby boomers are uh, maybe either continuing to work or do philanthropy or be involved in activities because uh, that's a great... Uh, they have a, a lot of activity. wisdom, yes. yeah. We, we have a lot of wisdom. To, I exactly. Think we, I'm in for the book. There's a lot of wisdom that uh, can be contributed to every aspect of our society, yep. Uh, yep. And, and with a lot of enthusiasm in in that regard. Because uh, you know, sometimes we'll see again. You know, mental health is the biggest topic in the world. Yeah, and the, yep. the pandemic. And you know, yes, quadruple Something you do that. Something you do that. I want to compliment, and I think uh, other baby boomers can learn from, is um, their, their baby boomers have taken up uh, mentoring the younger generation, too, and taking that Big wisdom time, yes. and experience and, and passing it along, not from uh, this is how you're supposed to do it, but just uh, you know, a helping hand, a console, somebody yes. to talk to. It makes a difference when you're uh, providing... Uh, leadership in that fashion yes let alone rootings for your kids and grandkids it was one oh, thing my co-author Sharky Dartman and I the book hashtag yeah. hey sports oh. parents we said the the uh the next one's got to include hashtag hey sports grandparents yeah. <laughs> of course that's our mutual friend Sharky Dartman and yes and uh she's uh, just a, a wonderful voice for uh the oh, baby yeah, she boomer has a great generation radio show pep talk yeah she also oh, yeah. No touches on so many about these. it Yes, but you know one thing that you're you're uh, touching on is uh you know I, I from uh, on a monthly basis will publish the topics uh, top of mind for the baby boomer generation, and um, that whole grandparenting role is now uh, something very very crucial to baby boomers. Uh, you know, uh, my grandfather used to come to my games. I still remember that. Uh, you know, as I told you. Uh, in past conversations, I'm from the Chicago area, so uh, being uh, able to talk to your Chicago audience as well as your vast national audience is uh, quite a quite uh, a warm. Oh, yeah, grandparent, thing for me grandparenting today. is a grandparenting is a big deal. Uh, a lot of us grew up; we considered that we were part of the sandwich generation. We had children yeah, to worry exactly. about, and we had we had parents and seniors to worry about. And everything yep. we've had the, the huge area of caretakers, the huge uh, area again of you know mentally trying to stay out of uh, dementia problems, and there right. are a lot of positive things being done today proactively that right. pay big attention to these things. And again, you in the magazine are in the middle of a lot of that, aren't you? Yeah, we really are. You know, we're we're uh, we're touching upon the issues uh, most germane to the baby boomer generation. We're we're looking at uh, things for our uh, you know our seniors, uh, and um, we uh, we really just feel that if we could contribute with uh, topics, information, resources, uh, and there's a, quite a bit of sharing that goes on. You wouldn't believe yeah. the amount of input. I get from uh, our fellow baby boomers across the country yeah. because they know that by sharing their particular story, it can help the greater baby boomer audience. Absolutely. Here's my, here's my pearl for all of those boomers out there, uh, Rick, you know, which is, hey, are you in the best shoe? Feel free uh, for for whatever your activity right. is, you or your grandkids, you know, you want to be in a walking program or 
You want to be in a, in a you can't be in a running shoe for pickleball. You have yeah. to be in oh, a shoe yeah. that's designed to side to side. So that's my pearl for uh, all you guys and and the um, uh, Today Senior Magazine group. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Doctor uh, Bob. Uh, another thing that uh, I admire about you is uh, your enthusiasm and your your wanting to contribute to society. It's not only your academic wisdom that impresses uh, your audience, it's the way you communicate with them, and I think that's why your show is so successful and why it's such an honor for me to be on with you today. Great. I, thanks so much. Thanks so much for that, uh, uh, that compliment. Uh, you know, we have an array of the umbrella of topics of the guests are endless. Rick, uh, again, besides, thank you so much. You're a big part of our roster. Give us quickly... The uh, people could find out more information about everything in the organization. Yes, I, I, I think just the easiest way. Uh, uh, you don't want to get too detailed. Uh, take uh, go to your search engine if it's Google or Bing or whoever. We're number one on all of them. Just uh, type in Today Senior Magazine and it'll uh, take it take you from there. Yeah, you got to love that puppy on the front cover. Rick, thanks oh, so much. Oh, thanks for saying on. that. Hold, been, hold been, on, man. This is the beginning. It's amazing how people relate to that. Yes, hold on. We'll be right back, okay. everybody. Sports Doctor. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. Goal of the book? Give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it can be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kids. Uh, what's the, what are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parent's perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. Hey, everybody, we are back. Uh, unfortunately, our second guest, Tony King, uh, not able to make it. And uh, um, so I'm following that great commercial for the book. <laughs> I'm going to talk more in detail uh, about the uh, absolutely challenging world of youth sports, the explosion of what a big deal uh, this has become. And I can't believe it's over four years uh, ago that um, my co-author, former volleyball champion, coach and player, national team player, Sharky Zartman and I uh, uh, co-authored hashtag Hey Sports Parents. Uh, that time again, we I still I call it today an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. More important now than ever, with a lot of the different pressures that we see. Um, and I I got to mention, it's funny, you know, we're talking about the book. I just I got to mention the great cartoons, Damien Fulton, the president of uh, Dreamhouse Productions, 
the book is filled with witty, um, really uh, uh, cool stick figure cartoon stuff. Uh, and the um, like the first one where the uh, mom and her son are entering the um, wild, wacky, challenging up and down world of, of youth sports. And I remember talking to Sharky about topic and uh, some of the different things we really wanted to uh, pay attention to uh, regarding both the physical and mental challenges of youth sports. What's interesting is a frequent guest of ours, people are familiar with Joel Franco. Joel is the co-founder of Chesapeake Films, and he has been working on soon to be released um, documentary, and I had a uh, formative part of this, uh, gosh, over this past three, four, five years um, of this whole world of challenge of uh, where our children play, the challenge of youth sports is the title of the documentary. And Joel, who's a sports parent himself, really got involved, uh, being so concerned about some of the different, just over everything that's done in the world of youth sports. A lot of it was negative. It was one of his major emphases. Uh, and he got through that process, very, very involved about what positively could be done about it. It's interesting how that coexists, co-involves so many of the different areas that uh, Sharky and I wanted to emphasize in uh, hashtag hey sports parents and when she really got into deeply the first section sports parenting 101 which include like eight different chapters on the necessary survival skills of parenting a young athlete uh, and uh, these topics which include the benefits of youth sports the pitfalls the risks how to find the best program for your child, the parental rules and responsibilities, parental coaching, nutrition, how do you have to help your child through college recruiting, the whole stress management stuff, and the mental game side of it, how the importance of mental training has continued to explode into the awareness of all areas of youth sports. It's interesting. Um, and we feature a picture of uh, the 2010 Men's Olympic gold medal figure skating champion, Evan Lysacek, his mom, Tanya, uh, have a, right at the beginning of the book is their picture with his gold medal. You know, Evan, as a lot of you listeners know, was like 10 when I put orthotics in his skates. Uh, I'm still putting orthotics in 10-year-old skates. You know, a lot of these kids are doing double jumps already, and the whole challenge is, of the sports parenting side and the challenges of that young boy or girl themselves and how this has become such a big deal. I remember Evan and his mom talking years ago then about um, visualization and uh, talking with sports psychology and paying attention to that side of things. You know, their great first coach, Candy Brown, Burek, who we featured on the show numerous times and who had all sorts of input into the book. And who was way ahead of her time at, the, at, at uh, that point in time, the late 70s, early 80s. And the attention she paid to the whole mental side and the attention she paid physically that these young kids were serious athletes in many instances. And we did have, everybody listening, an epidemic of youth sports overuse injuries, both physically and mentally. And we paid huge attention to this in the book. At the same time, uh, this topic being explored dramatically in all sorts of different areas of um, the sports world and uh, uh, at all levels in the world of coaching in the world of again, sports parenting and uh, uh, these uh, different kinds of, of challenges. And what we wanted to do 
in the book in the four different sections. Again, in the second section, the sports doctors in, uh, we want to include all sorts of insight and advice from the doctor's perspective, from the sports doctor, from Dr. Bob Wild's perspective, um, and my history in the world of sports podiatry and the top-level athletes and their parents and coaches that I've been involved with over like uh, four decades. Again, preventing problems, enhancing performance in those young boys or girls who are talented enough, understanding that there are um, prodigy sports. Figure skating is a great example. Ballet. Gymnastics, where you have kids at very early ages insisting on specializing. They don't want to play other sports, even though, again, every sports doctor, every sports therapist, every sports coach, for the most part, understands the importance of playing different sports uh, as you're growing. Experiencing different sports, using different parts of the body, having different challenges with different teams, your teammates. But the prodigy sports, again, where we include the importance of understanding that this is an area we have to continue um, to pay attention to. Youth Sports and Drugs is a chapter that I pay big attention to. I'm not talking performance-enhancing drugs. I'm talking over-the-counter painkillers, energy drinks, other kinds of things that have really exploded in the area of youth sports. I used to speak to some of our top young volleyball team players. At that time, they were ages 13 to 17. I said, how many of you uh, need the Advils and the other, the the Tylenols in order to continue to play and half the joint uh, raise their hand? sometimes thinking that these over-the-counter pain medicines are are almost not drugs. So we talk a lot about educating parents and coaches about overkill. There's so much overkill, over-scheduling, over-intensity, over-pressure in youth sports. Let's for a second picture the overzealous parent on the sidelines that all of us are familiar with. Um, the uh, third section of the book, where we get some input from different experts, Ian Goldberg is one of them, founded iSports360, great organization, <clears throat> paying attention to uh, all of these areas, the pressure on parents and the bad pressure on kids, and all of these areas, um, and the uh, overzealous parent, you know, the late great sports psychologist, Jim Vickery, I've talked about him often on The Sports Doctor. He, matter of fact, shared the show with me probably three, four years in the 90s. And I would uh, get his input about talking to sports parents and talking to coaches uh, about what counted, what was important, what to pay attention to. And one of the main things he said was, don't be a critic. He would stress to parents and sports parents and coaches Don't be a critic, you know, on the ride home or whatever it is on what your son or daughter does right and does wrong. And everybody understands how sensible that is. He would also talk about to be a good listener, sports parents, and to allow your son or daughter to share their experiences, both good and challenging, including when there are stresses and and, and, uh, things that are a problem whether it's the relationship with the coach, whether it's dealing with persistent injury problems. This is a a part of youth sports, again, that's very problematic. You know, I would have um, the team orthopedist of the Yankees as a radio guest a couple of different times, uh, Dr. Chris Ahmad, or my colleague with Baseball Blue Book, our sports medicine world of their board of advisors, great Dr. Brian Cole, who was the uh, sports orthopedist of the Bulls and the White Sox. And they would talk about Tommy John elbow surgery on teenagers. What? 
you know, one of uh, my numerous guests, Lou Vickery, Lou pitched for the Yankees and Cardinals. Lou's pitching coach was Whitey Ford, pitched in the 60s. He had a great radio show from the Panhandle called Lou in the Morning. I probably spent three years with him. Once a month, I'd show up with my Sports Doctors In segment, and he would make such, he's written, gosh, over a dozen books in so many different areas of the mental game. And he would talk about, again, these kids pitching year-round too much, too often, too aggressive. Whether it's running, jumping activities, whether it's tennis, whether it's youth basketball, whether it's the upper extremity, whether it's youth swimming, uh, youth pitching, uh, youth volleyball, we would have these overuse problems by using, again, the same part of the body aggressively. In sports medicine, we call it repetitive motion injuries. Again, think of a tennis player who's swinging her racket or his racket 500, 1,000 times a week. You know, the late, great Bob Guida. I include uh, a Bob Guida segment in our third, the Sports Doctors In segment, since Bob passed away a year and a half, two years ago. Um, what a big deal he would He would see some of the best juniors in the world in all sports. And he would make a big deal out of strengthening the opposites, muscles and tendons. He'd say, strengthen the brakes, the parts of the body that slow down all these dramatic, aggressive motions, whether you're swinging a hockey stick, whether you're coming down from rebound, whether you're changing direction dramatically. Uh, and he would talk about the importance, starting with the feet, of strengthening and paying attention to these areas. And um, we, again, pay attention to all of that in the Sports Doctors In second segment um, in the book with plenty of input. Again, you know, with Sharky, whether it's coaching some of these top, top kids or whether what it was like and the expectations and the demands that were on her as she became uh, a, a, a national class volleyballer you know in the third section the experts speak out you know we've assembled some of the best minds in sports parenting to share their insights people like robert andrews the owner of the institute of sports parenting uh talking about now he specializes in that the whole mental side of coming back and dealing with uh, with injury or repetitive injury kate kate davis regular dietitian explains how to create a solid nutritional fueling plan. I'm going to talk more about all of it in the next segment uh, as uh, we explore some of the real important points that are as important today as ever in hashtag a sports parent. It is the sports doctor. We'll be right back. Everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com, MVPParent.com.
Hey, everybody, you are back live from Chicago. We were spending some real uh, important time on some of the details of hashtag a sports parents. We were in the middle of talking about some of the great experts in the third section, the experts speaking out. Uh, and uh, I wanted to absolutely mention Dr. Denise McDermott. She's been a numerous guest. Uh, she is an adult and child psychiatrist. And that whole world of talking about young athletes and mind medicine. Then Dr. Holly Benjamin, a sports pediatrician, Dr. Claire Gross, they share their advice for parents in the whole world of concussions in sports. Ian Goldberg, who I mentioned before, the creator of iSport360, he gets into the behavior of the overzealous sports parents on the sidelines. Dr. Dave Epperson, the founder of Volleyball Festival, gives us the seven habits of savvy sports parenting. Uh, you know, lastly, uh, Melissa Orthfray, Missy, was a top young youth athlete that, that one of the best, earliest that I put into orthotics moons ago. Uh, she deals with some of the best young golfers and athletes in the country. Uh, and she shares how you can help your young child become a better athlete, that whole physical side of, of stuff. Janice Meredith writes extensively in the whole world of sports parenting. And then Dr. Steve Horowitz uh, from Team Safe Sports, that whole area, talking the various responsibilities of um, the sports parents, the sidelined individual, who's responsible for what. You know, in the last section, parents' perspective, Shark and I highlight the different sports parents as they describe their journey with their children. You know what's amazing is almost all the guests experts and all the parents were either guests of mine on the sports doctor or they were parents of young kids I was treating. So I throw that in with the, these, these parents, they, they share their insights and their suggestions that will make you realize that you're not alone. Whatever your experience is, is not unusual, likely to be very common among sports parents, the challenges, the sacrifices made for children and kids. And it's interesting, the more serious your son or daughter is as an athlete, almost whatever their age is, this is a big part of your world. Uh, everything, the, the, the monetary side, I've had experts on. We can have one on again, I think, in a month or two again. And that whole world of um, uh, the expenses of sports parenting, how to prepare for it, uh, what's involved, the scholarship side of things. Um, uh, we talk a lot about in the world of baseball blue book, great organization, uh, with, um, last week, our guest, uh, we had Eric Rubina, the president of baseball blue book. My gosh, that story, uh, created 1909 as the one stop all place to find out about <clears throat> where to go, what to do, what's important in your young aspiring, uh, uh, baseball, uh, player. You know, again, uh, uh, Kirk Mango, who was a former national gymnastics champion, spent decades as a um, coach, physical education world, in Downers Grove South High School, um, uh, participated, and both his daughters became uh, college athletes. Uh, and uh, what it took uh, to uh, uh, prepare uh, both in the world of, uh, of youth girls soccer and youth girls uh, volleyball. Nancy Ryan, uh, who uh, was uh, a mom of Chloe. Chloe, at eight years old, was in orthotics in a figure skates. Chloe was becoming a champion at all levels and uh, really uh, uh, brought into being uh, the, a lot of the excitement about solo ice dance. And uh, we watched Chloe compete uh, nationally. Uh, and at, uh, I think, you know, and she, I think she's going to law school now. I don't want to date myself fast. <laughs> and with Nancy Ryan talking about her experiences with Chloe. <clears throat> the great Timmer Halligan, one of the great youth sports tennis uh, coaches, uh, whose own uh, uh, daughters, sons were young youth players and champions. He's had uh, who knows how many youth champions uh, now is involved in the uh, racket club in um, 
North Carolina uh, and uh, dealing with uh, that whole world again of uh, that's one of the prodigy sports that I talk about in my section. Think tennis. Again, soccer. Dance. Again, where you have youngsters, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, who have decided they don't want to play other sports. It's a challenging challenge to get these kids to know as early as possible that we want them. There's less injuries in kids who specialize a little bit later, 14, 15, 16, then decide they're going to do the one sport instead of deciding that as an eight-year-old. But again, you know, it's a funny story. I like to feature, and again, everybody, if you go to sportsdoctorradio.com, I'm behind in the radio shows. But if you go, you can go back five, six, seven, eight years. Who was on national, international, local guests? A myriad of topics. One of the things I've always prided myself about is why I'm very excited to be a part of the whole press world in the uh, National Publicity Summit, uh, where we uh, get speed dated by people who have written books, entrepreneurs, experts in so many different fields uh, that uh, participate in and talk a lot about uh, the mental side, the mental game, in all aspects, again, of the sports doctor. Because this is, we feature these individuals. The challenge of sports parenting for single parents, for adopted um, uh, parenting for bullying world, so many different areas for the high-performance youngster who's looking to become uh, involved in this whole crazy new world of of college athletes being paid. So a lot of these different areas, again, uh, being uh, discussed because, again, the, the big point of a lot of this is we want your, as a sports parent, your journey with your child to be a positive one and to know that it will be filled with ups and downs. One of the hardest parts of sport uh, parenting is watching our kids play, let alone coaching them and not uh, you know, necessarily having any control over the outcome. You know, one of my um, great guests, I don't know how many months ago it was, was an individual who was very involved for decades in the world of being a referee in high school and college, uh, being a, uh, an umpire, but a referee in high school basketball, boys and girls, also different levels, and how he was lamenting about how difficult it was becoming, recruiting, recruiting um, referees and umpires because of the hassle of some of these overzealous parents and everything that goes into everything we're very, very familiar with. Again, hashtag Hey Sports Parents, as important today as ever. Available on Amazon. There's all sorts of deals and whatever um, to to check it out. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll be back. It's the Sports Doctors In segment coming up. That makes you feel good. Nature's medicine for modern living. A people and plants dialogue hosted by Sophie.health. At Sophie, we bring together experts and voices who rarely cross paths. Our quest is to illuminate the ancient world of plant medicine and reimagine it for the connected age. Join us to explore new boundaries of digital personalized medicine with deep roots in the natural world and hear from our community of international pioneers who are validating this new paradigm and improving how we feel, sleep and cope with daily stresses naturally. Sophie.health, reconnecting people and plants. Introducing Hurdle Apparel Socks. Are you ready to step up your sock game? Hurdle socks go above and beyond by adding unrivaled support and cushioning with their new matrix support technology. By using an incredibly thin anti-odor, anti-perspiration, shock-absorbing web or matrix that's incorporated in between the fibers of their socks, Hurdle is introducing the first socks with an internal structure to support your feet. 
There is an immediate difference. As soon as you wear them in terms of cushioning and support, walk on and walk easy with Hurdle socks. Go to hurdleapparel.com. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is the Sports Doctors In segment where we preview some upcoming shows and guests and topics. We add a little Bob Guy to wisdom to the mix. Famous, late, great sports therapist. And um, we answer uh, some emails. By the way, uh, Bob's um, ex-wife and partner, um, Mary Lou, Guida will be joining me at the end of the month. She had so much to do with the networks and the groups that uh, Bob and I were, were working with. Great guests and topics coming up. One of our faves. Matter of fact, a participant to the book I just talked about, her, Dr. Denise McDermott, with her great um, podcast and uh, the um, world of adult and child psychiatry. Will be returning. And then a new guest, Lisa Garacci Riccone. Uh, her world is the expertise of adding organizing to your world. Again, you know, the world of sports parenting, we've got schedules and we're going here and we're coming there, we've got to pick them up and uh, somehow trying to organize our schedules uh, regardless of where we are in uh, that particular world is a great topic. She'll be joining me. The following week, we're going to have a replay. The great show I did um, at the end of, uh, mid, I'm sorry, mid-December, we were talking diabetes. We were talking amputation prevention and limb preservation with a couple of champions in that field. Uh, uh, the founder of the LEAP organization, Lower Extremity Amputation Prevention, Dr. Larry Rubin. One of my earliest professors in podiatry school back in the 60s uh, formed LEAP in 2013, the great work he's doing. Uh, and then the uh, uh, second guest, Dr. Dave Armstrong, is one of the real champions uh, in the area, again, of diabetic wound care, uh, lecturing all around the world uh, uh, with different topics regarding, again, his organization, same goal part of his organization, uh, Saving Limbs. Uh, no, he'll be uh, joining uh, me uh, for that replay on uh, the 24th of January, my birthday. So I'm not going to be here live. <laughs> you know, Bob Guida, uh, one of the great pieces of equipment that he really created and worked with, it was, we, it was called the Jump Box. And the Jump Box was a box that athletes would jump on but it, ha- it was oscillating. It was un- un- uneven. It was unbalanced. It was on rollers. So not only did the athlete have to jump high enough with all the training we were doing with their feet and ankles and legs, and the jump box, I still got slides of the Olympic volleyball team that Bob was the strength and conditioning coach for in the late 70s, early 80s, before they went out west. Um, Great slides of the attention paid to not only being able to explode and jump high, but to land with balance and stability. And the jump box demanded that. The jump box was also um, adjustable and it could be made higher and higher. And with attention with the mat in front of coming down softly, the attention of the knees over the feet, the importance of the foot mechanics. Do we have weak foot mechanics with that foot flattening, causing excessive knee stress? This is a real big deal with girls and, and, and uh, um, uh, females. Wider hips, more of an angle down to the knee, a little bit more hormonal differences. There might be more flexibility or laxity in some of the muscles and tendon attachments. <clears throat> so the jump box was something that really demanded uh, power stability, balance, um, great, uh, exciting 
piece of equipment, whether there was a baseball great player working with it, whether it was one of the tennis greats, whether it was McEnroe or Connors or Tracy Austin or whoever it was, uh, Yannick Noah, uh, that might be working with the jump box, or it was, again, these volleyballers who could jump out of windows. These guys were such great jumpers, or some of the basketball players, or some of the youngsters that we were working with in the world of figure skating and dance, uh, tennis, uh, that, again, we were working on strength and stability and landing skills. Uh, some emails. We have time. Uh, uh, Justin says, my 18-year-old daughter, uh, she's got bunions. This is a surgical problem. You know, not always, Justin. If they don't hurt, they're not that aggressive. See podiatry. Get some opinions. <clears throat> I've had great success with using orthotics, shoe intelligence. Uh, when we would have a young teenager, she was developing, uh, already had developed the bunion deformity that her mom, maybe her grandmother had. A lot of the development of the bunion deformity we see is inherited the foot mechanics. Uh, the particular uh, 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 shape of the foot and the uh, function of the foot that contributes to the development of the bunions. So if, in fact, your daughter, she's an athlete, uh, forget surgery unless it's something that's really hurting. Again, another area, many times these kids, they've had it or looking at it. They want it cosmetically fixed. If it's done properly, it's very, very successful. Again, if you've got bunions, I've had kids who spent their whole sports career in orthotics, which made a tremendous difference in whether that area hurt them or not. Uh, and then maybe they got it fixed uh, uh, later on. Uh, Steve wants to know about over-the-counter inserts. They have their value. Many times we'll recommend an over-the-counter. I'm a fan of Superfeed, Shoals, <clears throat> where we would recommend a support someone could pick up at Walgreens or a running shoe store in order to have something to put into the shoe immediately while we were waiting for a prescription custom device um, to be made. Uh, again, a shout out uh, to uh, Hen Hat Labs, uh, my friends uh, there, Darren, uh, their director of all uh, apparatus in the world of orthotics, Lori, uh, who's been working and uh, exposing what they do, some of the different um, measuring um, techniques, and the idea, again, of the value of orthotics uh, when it's done prescription individually for alignment and joint positioning. Over the counter, we can get, again, a support system. You know, Skechers Shoes has shoes podiatry certified. They have arch support. Arch support is important. We want to include it. So we want to be paying attention to that. There is some value. you got a foot or lower leg problem. You've got a youngster who's serious in sports. Get that opinion of podiatry about foot mechanics, what's the best shoe, what about the role of orthotics. We've had great success uh, with that. And on that note, again, happy leap year. We'll have to mention that each week. And uh, a happy new year, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening. It's the Sports Doctor. <laughs>